Theme song. We're not very happy tonight with Eagles, but we are here. Another brand new edition of the Yo Show. Yo, Yo, Jeff the Shark Perini, Jewel, DJ Cash Money, Tady. <laughs> ah, I forgot your nicknames already. I should have paid attention. Fine. We're here for a, another episode. Good evening, everybody, and welcome, in fact, to the O Show. Yeah, we did cut the opening theme song a little short, a little disappointed in the Philadelphia Eagles. We still love our Philadelphia team. We love our boys, but we've got to cut them short tonight. A little aggravated. Rough weekend with our guys. But I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to have Jewel here. She is, in fact, the hostess with the Moses. Um, great apologies to whoever is already calling in Laurel ahead of time. We'll get with you as soon as we can. Once we break into the uh, show here, <laughs> we got some venting to do. We do. We got some. We got a lot of venting to do. So whoever's calling, give us about ten, fifteen minutes of your time. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm like a I got long like, show, folks. Yeah, I got like flames coming out of my head here. I don't want to take it out on any poor innocent people that don't deserve it. <laughs> anyway, welcome again. It is the Yo Show, part of the Stoop Radio Network. Coming from Philly, bringing you the world, hence the Yo Show. It's Philly Thang. Philly Thang. Philly John. Philly John. And uh, a great weekend ended in a terrible weekend. So I want to give out all the good stuff first. I want to first say congratulations to my niece, Ashley, and her brand new husband, Dan. They got married Friday night. Yay! Down at the Philadelphia Distilling Company. Great place if you've never been. Is it? Oh, yeah, nice place. Uh, some rough liquor, man. Woo, tell you. Woo. One of your... Give me some prices. One of your... Stoop, I did it again. One of your Yo Show co-hosts, I'm not going to mention his name, was uh, pretty drunk. But great all the time. So we uh, <laughs> congratulate Ashley and Dan on their wedding. That was Friday night. That was great. Saturday night, we went into uh, Northeast Philly, had a fantastic dinner at Macaroni Ooh. to celebrate. Oh, I love it there. 
We went to celebrate my brother Rob's birthday, 49 years old. Happy birthday, Rob. Was actually his birthday was actually Sunday. We'll give him a shout-out here Monday. Happy birthday, Robert Perini. I know you don't listen to the show. You're mad because you want to come on and be a, a football prediction guy. And I told him no because he thinks he's smarter than me. And you're not allowed to be on the show if you're smarter than me. Jules the only one that's allowed. Oh, yeah. Not smarter than you. And happy birthday. Thank you. Oh, oh you mean that. <laughs> So that went good. So Friday was good. Saturday was good. Early Sunday was good. Late Sunday, not so good. Philadelphia Eagles lose again to Minnesota Vikings. And a couple last-minute news pieces for you real quickly on the subject. Uh, Running back Jay Ajayi apparently will miss the rest of the year. Knee ligament tear, which be damned if I seen it. They, you know, they're suspecting he might have played the second half with a with a torn cartilage in the knee. Man, but yeah, he's expected to miss the year. Um, and a story that just popped up a few minutes ago: defensive tackle Fletcher Cox, who is pretty much like the heart and soul of the defense of this team, has come out and has announced he is going to have his contract restructured. So they're reworking his deal, which frees up money. Now, everybody's already all over and saying, oh, they're restructuring money because they're bringing in Levy and Bell. They're not giving no Levy and Bell. It's not going to happen. I think he's restructuring his deal to try to maybe add some assets, maybe lock more players up long term. But we'll see in the near future. Jewel, did you watch that? I'll say, did you watch that shit yesterday? It was hard to watch. Hmm. I mean, I kept my head down a lot. If that's what you call watching, but uh, you know, no, no, painful. I mean, the thing that aggravates me the most is that they're not losing by a lot. It's not like they're getting blown out. They lost no last week in overtime. They barely lost this week. There's little mistakes here and there that are just adding up. It's not like they're getting blown out, and you're like, God, they got killed again. But mm-hmm. once you win that Super Bowl, like every loss is a big loss. Like everything's a big deal now because they lost. Yeah. Yeah. So. I mean, where are we like ranking wise so far? Well, our record is two and three. Um, the Redskins are playing shortly. That's the Monday night game. The Redskins, they are currently in first in our division. Um, Dallas is kind of somehow currently clinging to second, us in third, and the Giants in fourth. Giants and Eagles, of course, Thursday night. That's a it turns into a big game because you sure as hell don't want the Giants catching up to you. So yeah, it's big. I guess you know I I was psyched up all day to get on the air and just rip this team, but I'm not going to because that's what our top five list is for. <laughs> Tonight's mm-hmm. top five list is top five reasons Eagles suck right now. That's terrible. Hey. <laughs> You know, if they could pay certain journalists hundreds of thousands of hours a year to do it, they can listen to me do it for pennies. Go at it. Yeah? You don't have one, do you? <laughs> no, I have a top five. You do? Okay. It'll be just... different, though. It'll lift so your anxious. spirits. Oh, really? Okay. Because mine uh, mine's pretty direct. Top five reasons why the Eagles suck right now. Number five, it's just overconfidence. They're champs, you know. They they know it's like to win. They're not worried. 
be worried because you forgot how to win. Number five. Number four injuries. Oh, yeah. Number four is injuries. You know, we had to start the season without Carson. He's back from his injury. Now J.J. is out for the year. Darren Sproles is out. Corey Clement's been injured. And Jason Peters. And it goes on and on and on. Unfortunately, some assholes like Jalen Mills, they stay healthy. So that guy could hurt. He is an asshole. He is an asshole. He's <laughs> starting with dudes. I don't know. He's starting with his own teammates. He's like a chihuahua. Like, shut up. <laughs> like chihuahua. Chihuahua flavored jackass. Number four, injuries. Although it should be chihuahua-looking jackass. <laughs> Number three is it's some bad play calling. I think Doug is overworking the offense. Way too many passes, not enough running the ball. Of course, now you're in problem. You're going to have a problem running the ball because you just lost yet another running back. But I think they got to bounce out a little more. Too many passes. Number two, this this goddamn team can't tackle. They can't tackle. <laughs> They're, well, are they allowed ah, to tackle? She's crazy. Well, oh, please, don't even get me started on that. It's a good thing that was my rant that what ticks me off. It was a good thing I did that last week with the quarterback hits. Because if I was doing it this week, <laughs> we'd be kicked off the air forever. Bad tackling, man. Like, I, I call this team now the Philadelphia Bullfighters. It's always like an ole. It's like a bull charging at them. And they let us walk right on by. They had to Number walk one, on eggshells. You ain't kidding Number one kind of goes back to my man, Jalen Mills. They can't cover. Can't cover nobody. Secondary is terrible. It's terrible. Can't cover you, and if you catch a pass, sure as hell can't tackle you. It's not looking good right now. I, I'm a diehard. I'll still watch. I still love. I still take the little game day picture with the helmets and the whole nine yards. Got my whole basement lined up. with Eagle stuff all over the place. But right now, it's not that good. Right. Not that good, it's not. But my top five is five things why you shouldn't get discouraged. Nicely done. Little curveball. I like it. Okay. So number five. Nice. I I don't know what he's doing, but Doug Peterson is still ballsy. He did, does still like make make calls for those plays that you're like, all right, worked once. Why don't we try it? I like it. <laughs> Number four, Wentz is back. I mean, we were all crying last year, and he's back. So that's something to be excited for, right? Right? Yeah. <laughs> he looks good. I feel bad. He's getting his ass kicked out there. He looks good, though. He needs help, but he's back. He needs back. help. Wentzylvania. All right. So um, number three, uh, a studio crasher. Our youngest okay, hello. Hi. hi to the people. Hi. Say hello, Philadelphia. <laughs> that is our youngest okay. intern. Um, number Somebody's three. Number three. Yeah. Oh, I gotta watch my mouth now. Um, <laughs> you don't like us, and we don't care. They hate us because they ain't us. We're always gonna be filthy, silly. Number two, we're underdogs. You have to root for the underdog once again. Are we and still number the one, Yes, I think we are. We're always okay. the underdog. I believe we are. Rocky, 
come on. Freaking Vince Papali. Let's go. Number one, we're goddamn Super Bowl champs. Hot damn. Yes, we are. Yes. It's a good list. That's a good list. Really good list. Thank you. As uh, asked Chris Long today, and uh, Long said, you know, we're not Super Bowl champs. We were. Last year we won it, but this year we're not the champs. New season. But well, every team kind of gets every team gets up for us because it's like their Super Bowl. It's like every week is the Super Bowl, a different Super Bowl for these teams. Like it's big to them. So great list, uh, kind of in opposite directions, which I like. My top five is the reasons why they suck, with some overconfidence at number five, injuries at number four, bad play calling at number three, can't tackle at number two, and it can't cover at number one. Joe came back and. Put a little marshmallow <laughs> on the sun. On the sun, a little marshmallow kind of fall hey, down. Messing around and like good vibes, good vibes. It is messing around. Good vibes is right. Good vibes, like groovy. Good vibes tonight. Some messing around. Number five, Ballsy Peterson. Doug Peterson is ballsy. Number four, Carson Wentz is back. You know they're trying to get him killed. He's back. <laughs> Number three, no one likes us. We don't care. You know, like us. Fuck you. That's right, right here on the on the Leo <laughs> show. Number two, we're we're still underdogs because nobody really likes Philly. We're, we're always the underdogs. Number one, we're the defending Super Bowl champs. Ow. Great list tonight. Great list. Great list. But you you remember we were praising a while back about how great it was to be a Philadelphia sports fan. Flyers are in the playoffs. Sixers in the playoffs. The process is coming through. Eagles have won the Super Bowl. Phillies are signing the players and getting ready. Now, son, it's becoming shitty again to be a Philly fan. <laughs> Jai's out for the year. The Eagles are losing. James Van Riemsdyk, who the Flyers just brought back. Second game in. He's going to miss about a month and a half on injury. Five to six weeks on good old JVR. Uh, Sixers... They didn't sign anybody in the off season. Still think they got a good club, but yeah, we'll see. And uh, Philly, all time record breaking September collapse, franchise record worst September. So, <sighs> well, yeah. we've been down before. We'll bring it back. That's the spirit. One of us has to be positive around here. <laughs> Want to give a big. Thank you. I forgot. I can't believe I forgot. But a, a huge shout out. Thank you uh, to our guests from Wednesday. Of course, it was Aaron Paul night. So big night. Aaron Paul. And they brought some people with him. Brought some guests. Whew. Oh, what a night. Oh, what a night indeed. Author Nathan James. And the legendary... Yo, MTV Raps star, Dr. Dre, Andre Brown. Damn. Yeah, that was some <laughs> kind of night. And they, they took over. They really did. I mean, great. I, I got to tell you, Dr. Dre is that good. He actually got Aaron to stop talking, which. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, like <a> <laughs> yeah. That's true. Oh, my God. I was just so like, I was just taking it all in. Like, sh- sh- I'll shut up. You guys just. Do your thing. I, I just want to hear them all talk. Yeah, it was great. It was a lot of fun. Um, a lot of memories, a lot of history. Um, Good music. Kind of stuff from the, 
Yeah. Stuff from the biz. We played a couple songs from Aaron. Uh, Dr. Dre talked about his history with the OMTV raps and the early rap days and how we got together with Aaron and Aaron and Nathan talking about writing the book and everything that Aaron had been through and just great show. And, and the numbers are climbing, the listeners. Even people are listening on replay, the numbers are shooting up. They always do when Aaron comes on. Um, got a Listeners brief... from Germany calling in? I mean, Yeah, listeners from Germany calling in. It's just absolutely unbelievable. Um, Aaron's people, of course, gave a shout-out to some of his people, Dr. Jimmy Starr and Eileen Shapiro. And Eileen messaged me and thanked me. And we're going to uh, get together with a little phone call and talk in the next couple of days. Uh, she's been around the music business, knows a ton of music people, has interviewed some of the greats in music, uh, is writing Dr. Dre's story. So she's awesome. So she wants to... Uh, Get together and chat, Eileen, and uh, hopefully maybe Dr. Jimmy sometime soon. Just yeah. Talk to Dr. Jimmy Starr, one of the pioneers of the uh, internet interviewing business, if you will. Yes. So that was Wednesday night. And tonight, of course, as you know, we're going all Philly music. Brandon Messing from Messing Around. I've been chit-chatting so much, as I always do. I don't know what the hell it is. I mean, I love to chit-chat and run late. we got to play. we got to play some music. Oh, man. Isn't that late? <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> it's like 8.17. Somebody's still on the line. God, I hope that's not Brandon. Brandon, that's you. Sit tight with us, buddy. We, we surely... <laughs> Somebody got us right at 8 o'clock. Maybe it's Cherish Lee again. Uh, we are going to play a song from tonight's... Actually, got yeah, two songs lined up, but we'll play one now. Probably one after the interview. Uh, Brandon Messing and his band Messing Around. If you haven't heard them, it's... Uh, Modern music meets a little bit of like that 60s psychedelic sound. It's it's really great stuff. We're gonna play a lot right of now. blendy mix of like a lot of my favorite genres. It's great. Yes, absolutely, totally agree with you there. Um, I listened to it today, and I was like, there's a little bit of Hendrix, a little bit of like Grateful Dead, a little bit of everything. Blind, cool. like oh, the blind. That's good call. This one is called Flowers. I'm messing around. I go straight like there, like a lot of his songs, like Summer of Love and you know stuff like Flowers. And we'll play one later uh, called Backwoods. So it's got some groovy hits. This one is Flowers. It's about three minutes long. We're going to play it here for you on the Yo Show again. The band is messing around, and our lead, their lead singer uh, Brandon Messins, our guest on the Yo Show. Let's play the song. We'll be back in about three minutes. Check it out. <laughs>
Mike Coachella right now? What's that? Right now. Coachella? Wait, what? Am I there? Coachella. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, right? Okay, it took me a minute to say that. <laughs> I get you now. Good stuff right there. Messing around. The song's called Flowers. I like it. Mm-hmm. Groovy. It definitely is groovy. I'm not trying to overuse that word, but it is, man. It's like it's chill. Very relax. I like it. Great stuff. Reminds me of um, another local band that I love, Ween, too. Ween. That's why you're a big Ween, Ween is- fan. Love Ween, and they're they're all over the place, but man, they do some good tunes. Dean and Gene mm-hmm. push the little daisies and make them come up. Yep, booze me up and get me high. <laughs> so we might be a little early with this. So let's answer this uh, call here and see who we got waiting on the line. Some waiting oh so patiently with us for the last twenty some minutes. Uh, good evening. You are on the Yo Show with Jeff and Jewel. Yo, yo, this is BMS. Hey, what's up, man? <laughs> what's going on? Now, I'm sorry you're a little early, and I had to get all that Eagle stuff off my chest before I got you on and, and ruined the vibe of having you on, man. I had to get all the negative energy <laughs> out first. It. Don't worry about <laughs> it. I heard it all. It was good. It hey, got me man. pumped up. There you go. Good. <laughs> good. Hey, man, uh, I got to thank you, first of all, and foremost, for coming back. Um, what happened was uh, me and Brandon became a uh, friends on Facebook and, and, you know, social media is how we find a lot of these bands and vice versa. And basically was looking for radio shows to listen to new stuff. And once I heard he had new stuff, I of course jumped on it and he jumped back and here we are. So thanks Brandon for taking the time to come with us tonight. So let's get awesome, man. Hey, don't hold us to that. Cause we'll be calling you once a week. (laughs) No, I have to say like Brandon is so supportive, like throughout, you know, when seeing him live, when we had him on, and our our little hiatus, like he was always supportive of us and and this show, and and we thank you, Brandon, we really do. And you put out great music, and and we love playing it. Thank you. Wow. Yeah, man, thank you very much. We love your stuff. We we just played one, and um, earlier today you asked me uh, to get into it, and you got a little story behind it. The song is called Flowers. And we love it. And I know you said you were involved in the lyrics, but there was more to it. Tell us the story behind that song, oh, Flowers. Yeah, yeah. So the story behind Flowers is an amazing story with my really good friend, Will Carter, who's in Colorado right now living in hey. and making music. So that's awesome for him. Shout out to Will Carter. And um, so it started back probably, probably like a year ago right now. And um, we first met each other at this uh, Philly show. I played at the Philly show, and there's literally, like, three people there. And <laughs> But, you know, you got to go ham when there's only three people because, you know, you can't just not go all in. So I went all in, and it was a good show and everything, and I just started uh, to talk to this guy that just, like, I could just, like, I had a good feeling about this guy. And um, we were just talking back and forth, and we were just talking about, yeah, let's do some music, like everyone says. Let's do some music. Let's do some music. Um and then weeks down, we finally get back on track. And uh, I think we just reached out to each other. And um, he's like, man, I have this really, really amazing song, and I want you to be on it. And so, um, of course, I just went over as soon as he said that. I'm like, I'm on my way, man. Do it for me, please. <laughs> the magic but, uh, happened. It was just like, yeah, right. It was just like a very, just like a very, like, um, 
just any day. We're just kicking back, drinking some brews. And um, he was like, all right, man, everything's ready to go. So he put me in this room with the mic and everything, and uh, I just turned the lights off. And, um, you know, that was I'm pretty sure that was one take, too. So, And uh, I didn't really know. I didn't know it was the take. I had no idea it was it. And he was like, dude, this is freaking amazing. <laughs> and then um, <laughs> I've been... And then he sent it to me uh, the day after, and, and that's Flowers. That's awesome. So being in being in the music business, obviously, you know, we're not we we love we love to listen to it and play it and all that. But like an opportunity like that, a guy comes in and says, "Hey, man, I got this tune. I want you to come play on it." What do you think is the grace for you? Like, do you think if you blow him off for like a month, he finds somebody else? Or do you think like that song is locked in for you? Um, that's a good <laughs> question. I I just think that uh, collabing with as many people as possible is the best thing you can possibly do for upcoming artists and just working with people and doing things for people and like just being the best person you can be and being valuable in the marketplace, being valuable to people and actually care about people and show up to their shows and just communicate with them and uh, collabing is I was I was against it um, when I was like in a band with like my homies but now I'm doing some, some of my uh, solo stuff and Man, the other other vision is just wow, collabing with all of these great people, making the greatest music out there is just the most beautiful thing anyone could ever ask for. So I recommend people to to freaking collab with as many people as possible. Definitely. And I was curious when I saw that picture from Flowers, I'm like, hmm, that looks like Tree Theater. I wonder if it was a collab because he Will Carter, he's awesome. He's he was on the stoop. And he has a very unique oh, yeah. sound, and and we love him oh, here. Yeah. He's very much a professional, and man, I mean, his beats is everything is just like crazy. And you guys doing this song together, I mean, it's just like the perfect blend of smoothness. And um, yeah, it it came out to be something great. So congratulations. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna work on an album in the future. So look out for that one. Definitely. Absolutely. And I know we're going to be listening to it right here. Um, the yeah. name of the new album, and this is actually kind of exciting for us, because apparently the name is debuting tonight. you got a brand new album on the way soon. I asked you what the name it was, and you said, got to find out later. So apparently a lot of us are finding out right now the <laughs> name of it. So what is the name of the new album? All right. So I came to a conclusion, and this what took me so long to do, because I had all this great music, and I just had no idea what the heck the name is going to be. And I just look up in the sky, and it's the most beautiful sky in the whole entire world. Uh, purple clouds of freaking cotton candy. And uh, the first thing that comes to me is Sex in the Sky. Wow. Mm. And so that's the album. That's the album, Sex in the Sky. Sex that's in the awesome. Sky. I love it. I'm writing that down, too, so I remember it for later. Sex in the Sky. That's really so awesome. And what can Thank we expect? Like, how is it different from Summer of Love? Oh, well, one thing I really wanted to do uh, with this album is only do it myself. I wanted to just do the vocals. I wanted to play the guitar and the piano and all of that. Um, Just because of Summer of Love, it was more of everyone was involved, which that was my goal was to get everyone involved in Summer of Love, and that's what happened. But for this album, I really just wanted to dedicate it to myself and, like, just wanted to release something that I did and um, 
I think it's one of the most beautiful pieces I ever heard uh, yet. So I'm super excited to share it with everyone. And um, look out because it's going to be dropping on the 14th. All right. Sweet. 14th, people. Um, actually, if you're listening out there, I noticed that you can already uh, – the song we're going to play a little later after uh, we're done with the interview, uh, Brandon, is one called Backwoods, and I like it. Uh, and it's already available on Apple Music, so if you have Apple Music or Spotify, go out and check it out because uh, the music's already dropped and the album's coming out soon. Tell us a little bit more about the new album, um, some ideas, uh, some inspirations. Um, we know Backwoods a little bit. I remember the Backwoods cigar, <laughs> the uh, little drawing <laughs> to do with the uh, cigar in his mouth, if you will. So tell us about some of that stuff. Uh, some about the new album? Yeah. Okay, um, so a lot of it, it kind of makes me, like, a lot of the music that I wrote with this music is so true, and so, uh, it's just so true that it makes me not want to put it out, but the other side of me really (laughs) just wants to put, put, like, to start putting music out, even if it's, like, music that you don't, you know, it's just like, I believe everyone... Every musician out there that, like, is about to put music out is always like, mm, should we put this out? Does that sound good? I don't like that part. And um, I still got to get over that part. But um, I come to realize that if you make it and you love it and you had so much fun and so much freaking just energy into it, then might, might as well just release it right now for forever. And uh, that's what I'm going to start doing uh, with this music. But with this album, Sex in the Sky, it is truly it is truly an amazing uh, story. It's not even an album. It's basically a story. And um, uh, it's just so much to it. I mean, you guys definitely need to listen to it to really make up your own story with it. But to me, it's just about what everyone goes through in life. Everyone is going through these hard times. Everyone's going through the struggles. Everyone has broken up with their girlfriend or boyfriend or whatever. Everyone is going through some difficult times. And this music is just for the people that are there and that it's okay to be someone that, you know, like every everyone needs to believe that they are capable of doing whatever they want to do. And everyone out there is important. Everyone is literally the same person, so everyone needs to work together and come together as one and believe in everyone and believe in everything. And this album is just a lot about emotions and uh, emotions and colors and freaking just lots of love, lots of love for everyone out there. I I believe everyone's going to feel exactly what I felt when I heard it. So I can't wait till it drops. That's awesome. And we appreciate you, Brandon. And you know what? You're going to be so proud of yourself when you take this entire album and mostly in your hands from start to finish. And it's going to be like a new sense of accomplishment in your music career. So it's going to be awesome. Um, Can you go a little bit more into the story behind Backwoods? Because we're going to hear it after we're done here. Of course, of course. So, man, this goes back to, wow, that was a... It's a crazy, crazy day, um, but we'll talk about some backwards here. Um, yeah, that was when uh, I was jamming. I was I literally started off with just being a folk singer. I have this album called Adventure Walks, and you guys can find it on SoundCloud. It's really a folk album, 
And then I created Summer of Love, which was more of just like that chill outside summertime. And um, I we were we were recording this other EP called For You, and we were so close. We were so close to finishing it, but sometimes things don't often happen the way you want them to happen, and that's all right. And sure. um, but in the making of Backwards, the making of the whole entire thing. It was absolutely the best time of my entire life. Tony and Mike, those are my homies for life, and I love them forever. And we will probably release that EP still. And um, Backwoods, obviously, just uh, smoking some Backwoods. All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Is that kind of a uh, celebration of the upcoming legalization of certain things in the state or... Just I believe it is, and we also okay. we had a show on 420, <laughs> and um, we decided to drop it on 420. So it was it's great for everyone. Oh crap! We need to see you perform on 420. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Absolutely. We are not opposed to that, that kind of stuff here on the show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. But, yeah, because we uh, you know we come on here and we drink it up and we do our fireball and our beer and 420 never hurt anybody. <laughs> it's awesome. Good time. Um, but that's, I mean, that's kind of the, um, and when you say that the album's so real and so true, is it like, I mean, you find yourself getting into your groove, being yourself, and just laying down lyrics, or is it kind of like, you know, let me sit down, let me put thoughts together? What, what's it like? Is it more just like on the fly, or do you really have to concentrate yeah, on it and come up with ideas? Man, if I'm if I'm feeling something, some type of way, I'll go straight to my room, and uh, I realize that I can save so much money just using my room as a studio, even if it sounds like shit, I feel like whatever, I can work <laughs> at it and make it sound the way you want it to sound. So usually I start off with just like an acoustic guitar. And the cool thing about this album was it was only recorded with the piano and an acoustic guitar. And oh, wow. Yeah. So it was That's pretty very cool. simple, very simple, very simple, but so complex. And, um, I don't know, the reason why I like this album is I can just listen to it and not get pissed off, not get annoyed. I can listen to this album and just, like, cry and feel it. <laughs> that's it. That's what people need there right now, Brain. Like I said, everybody's going through their troubles and their struggles. Every once in a while, like, you just need something to chill to. That's why we do it the way we do it here. We're laid back. We have fun. We laugh. We get goofy. We don't get over tight with our questions. And like you're saying, man, like people have hard times. They need stuff to just rejoice to or let out a good cry or laugh or whatever. So, hey, man, yeah. kudos to you. That's freaking awesome. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, I have all of my favorite Philly artists on, on my playlist, and you guys are one of them. And when your song comes out, I mean, I could be doing anything. It's just chill vibe out music. Um, I saw you perform at a show with Overwinter, who's one of our favorites, and um do you have people right now who, in the local scene, who you just have to shout out? Who you have to see oh every time God. you see them come around. <laughs> I would love, I would love to have a shout out because I know so many great upcoming bands that, man, I would love to have this opportunity for them. You know, it's just about doing the things that people want. Because like when people when people are playing like after they're done playing I'm always the one screaming clapping my hands because I know that's what I would want from people. Right. So yeah. we're gonna do a, we're gonna do a shout out here shout out to Philly always. Uh, we got In Spirit, the Classic Hunt, Sunchoke, New Alone, the Warhawks, the Flow, Earth Dad, 
the cigarette bombs, Dweller, most nagging, Mary Sellis from Indonesia. Let's go. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah. And the Dreambox Mechanics. I have to shout out oh, Andrew yeah. Curry, too, because, I mean, oh, yeah, he makes things happen. He does. It's awesome. <laughs> so, uh, you get into the Philly scene, you also do a lot of Westchester. Uh, what kind of crowd do you get? Is it a college crowd? Do you see yourself in a mixed crowd? Who is it? Who's messing around with people? I took a uh, hiatus after um, 420. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> I bet. <laughs> and a big, a big, big hiatus and didn't play live in a I was I was just very, man. I really just want to record some music because I was I've been wanting to do this for three years and I just had no idea how to do it. I had no like driven power to do it, but I finally got up one day and I was like, I'm gonna release an album right now, and I did it. So that's pretty good. And uh, I totally forgot the question. What would you say? <laughs> <laughs> um. Basically, asking like, what kind of following do you have? Like I said, because I know you play a lot of the Philly scene. You also play uh, like the Westchester area. Well, like, what kind of people are messing around? People, college? Is it college? Is it uh, diverse? It's literally, like, it's literally eight-year-olds to like <laughs> seven-year-olds. All right, everybody, everybody. That's awesome. Now, I have to ask because you know I live in Montgomery County currently. Just moved from Northeast Philly. And Jeff here lives in Bucks County. Like, do you ever do shows out in these burbs? <laughs> I actually haven't. I haven't, haven't done that yet, to be honest. Um, but what are some good music music venues? I could totally, I could totally try it out. Well, that's what I was gonna say. Yeah, I mean, I know some local ones. I'm getting to know the scene, and um, yeah, I'll definitely give you a list. Uh, the Underground is the one that comes off top of my head here in Lansdale. So, um, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll look around for you, Brandon. I'll, I'll let you know. Thank I'll you. Hook it up. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank yeah, you. We'd like to have, we'd love to have in the area. And I definitely think your music would be, um, easily accepted in the Montgomery and the Bucks County area. A lot of local venues. I mean, your stuff is like, Hey, your stuff travels and it's for everybody. It's not too offensive, but it's not too boring. And I mean, it, it's, it's awesome. So we'd like to get you to our area. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs> Not a problem. Um, there is a show. Um, I don't know if you uh, can can give us a little bit on it, um, but I got a message from uh, one of your friends today about Fall Fest. That's uh, this Sunday in Thornbury Farms. Can you tell us a little about Farm Fest? Oh, yeah, yeah. So this is going to be a groovy day. That when the album is gonna drop, it's gonna drop on the 14th, and um, I have a, uh, I think I'm gonna have a like a little acoustic show in that afternoon at Thornberry Farm. I live so close to it, so might as well play. And then I have this radio station. Uh, I'm going to Philly for this radio station, um, and just to talk about the album and have it released, and hopefully it's a big, big day. That's awesome. You have to give us the details so we can all. Follow you. Will do. <laughs> yeah, I got the uh, I got an indirect invite for uh, for this Sunday, uh, but unfortunately, I do have plans. But we're going to catch you definitely soon. Where are some places uh, outside of that? Uh, some Philly uh, shows? Anything lined up where oh. we can see uh, messing around? Of course. Um, let me. We actually one of the bands I shouted out, New Alone. They hit me up a couple of days ago and. I think they're, yeah, I believe they're on tour right now. 
And um, I'm playing with them on October 19th at the Green Haas in Philadelphia. And um, I'm playing with them also on the 18th at uh, the stage in Philly. So that should be a lot of fun. That's awesome. What What's it like to do shows back to back? Like, does it give you a taste of like a, a legit tour, like the grind? It really does, and it feels good to have other um, musicians like uh, reach out to me. Cause I remember when I was like all tied up in all the getting shows and everything. It's usually the um, the person that's basically in charge of the band usually does all the bookings I would believe I mean that's what for me I was doing all the bookings and everything but it does feel amazing when you when your shows are back to back it feels it's just the best thing in the world I I wouldn't imagine what it's like to do it across the whole entire world you're gonna get there Brandon yeah definitely we're we're gonna be following behind you let me ask you this (laughs) let's say let's say you get a chance to perform a song an album with one artist, living or dead, this guy steps up to you and says, I want to get into it with messing around. Who, who's the artist? Name one guy, living or dead. Hmm. <laughs> or band. Or people. Um, uh, man. I would say my pop-up, Tom Worth. Is he a musician? Oh, that's, that's great. He's actually not a musician. He's more of an actor, but he's still the man. That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> if you're listening. Um, that's pretty cool, though. I mean, that's, you know, that's taking – a lot of people would go with the celebrity edge and say, oh, this band or that band. But, you know, you go true to your heart, and that's what we like about you, Brandon. You're true to your music, true to your craft, you're true to your people around you. All we've been talking about for the last couple of days is giving shout-outs and giving props to different bands, which is really cool. Um is it something you'd like to do one day? Maybe put together your own festival, get a bunch of people together and do it? Do you ever consider something like that? Oh, my God, yeah. I had a Summer of Love Festival um, a year ago on my farm, and it was the best thing in the world. And, um, oh, wow. I was going to do it this year, but, you know, a lot of people are so freaking just on their game, and sometimes you're not on your game, and that's okay. It's fine. It's I'm tough. talking about myself. Yeah. It is. It's tough sometimes to get everybody on the same page, especially for festivals and even, like I said, yourself. You got your own stuff going on, and it's just hard to know when to make time. Um, Oh, yeah. Give us some of your. um, We might have asked you this before, but I always like asking this and just to keep it fresh. Some of your inspirations. Some people whose music I listen to say, yeah, I want to do that. Or uh, some bands that inspire your music. Okay. Um,. Uh, like right now, you would say? Yeah, right now or in the past. The stuff that you like to listen to and say, yeah, I, I like to do a little something like that. I really love the White Album by the Beatles. Oh, yeah, it's, that's huge. That's an amazing album. Uh, you know, just the cliche. Uh, I'll try, try to think of some newer bands that, are, that have a bigger influence on me. I, I love Peach Pit. Pete is amazing from Canada. Uh, Summer Soft from Texas. Um, Yellow Days from like London, and uh, Mary Sellett uh, from Indonesia. And it's just like I feel like music in general is just 
the most beautiful thing in the world because you can listen to someone's track and just gain so much inspiration or listen to this person's podcast and gain so much inspiration or just freaking do it yourself and just wow it's amazing of course and i have to say i love your cover of come together um have you dabbled more in the covers or do you do you like doing that or just sticking to your own material see uh that's a really good question um, right now, I really do believe that covers is the way to get famous and the way to get popular, which I don't yeah. do, which I need to start doing. I mean, you're good at it. And, and it's just, you know, <laughs> tributes to your favorites because, I mean, they hear the cover and they might say, hey, whoa, I mean, this guy's voice, like, let me listen more. Yeah, so, that's true. That was a cool cover. Is that you playing the organ? Oh, no, 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 that's. My uh, my friend Nick, um, <laughs> my old keyboardist. Oh man, <laughs> sounds still, awesome. We're really good friends. And I have to Thank say, you. I I really like the song Pizza Mac and Cheese. It reminds me of <laughs> Wheaties Pork Roll Egg and Cheese, and I love both of those songs. Um, That's a funny you... <laughs> story. That's a fun story. Go for funny it. Story. Tell us about it. Um, so out of nowhere, I I was like. Just like I, I was like I really want to just like play some music right now. So I know I knew this girl that um, her name is Mary Ums, and I knew like she either played guitar or sung or whatever. I didn't really care. I just wanted to play with someone and like just have like a nice writing session. And um, it was like one of her first songs she ever wrote, and um, it was just really it's like a really funny story. We just I was like got this paper out and was like all right, whatever comes to you, just let me know. And she's like, oh, it's like, I don't even know. She said the weirdest thing, and it's the funniest <laughs> things in the track. <laughs> but I wrote it down, and uh, it's a song now called Pizza and Mac and Cheese. Dude, her voice. It's like Fiona meets Cat Power. Like, I know. Amazing. What What's I she know. doing musically? Do you guys ever collab anymore? Oh my God, we're, I'm pretty sure she might be on this, but, uh, we're gonna, yeah, we got to do something, maybe get an EP going on because her voice is absolutely beautiful. And yeah. That was, just, that was really fun because we just recorded it on my shady mic in my room with like the dogs barking and it was just so organic. Yeah. Send me, <laughs> well, send me her information because we would love to talk to her too. And if you guys collab, that'd be even better. We would love to have both of you live when we get down to doing our live shows so it'll be awesome i would love that cool i will definitely reach out to her awesome and always i mean keep reaching out to us like you know we got to get down and, and check you out live and maybe even do like the goal here for us too is like i said get a little better with a little better studio and start bringing in people live and just doing this together sit down with a guitar you jam oh, yeah. we talk that kind of crazy stuff and have some beers and the whole nine yards. Make it like, uh, our thing's kind of like, like we're all hanging out together. This isn't like some tight-ass interview show, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's so Philly cool. Coachella. <laughs> Philly Coachella. So, um, you already, you already said you're kind of jumping out and getting right back into music writing. So after this album hits, um, and people start blowing it up, you're going to get right back to music? You're going to let it uh, oh just kind of soak in a little bit? Yeah, I, I already have two sing- two really good singles that I just recorded. Um, the band Mary Sellett from uh, Indonesia. The 
the lady, the lady guitar player, um, she reached out to me and she just sent me the best tracks I've ever heard. And she was like, I need your vocals. I need your vocals. So I did those vocals all last night and it should be releasing somewhat probably after the album drops just because I'm going to keep the ball rolling and keep, keep the consistency. I think that's one thing that musicians out there, anyone ever needs to know is that consistency and just building that momentum and growing every single day and learning and doing it every single day. Someone's going to freaking find you or you're going to find yourself and go the nine yards. Definitely. And you keep at it and you are very persistent um, with your career, with uh, supporting us, especially, which we thank you for. And um, you're very serious about your music and it shows and it pays off. So, I mean, you only see great things in your future. Thank you so much. Thank you. And thank you as well. So uh, (laughs) the new album is going to be Sex in the Sky. October 14th is the drop date. Just awesome. Like I said, we played Flowers. We're going to come back in a few minutes with uh, Backwoods on there. Uh, if you want to take a look and learn more and follow more on Facebook, there is a page. The band is Messing Around, M-E-S-E-N, Messing Around. Also on Instagram by the same name, Messing Around. Of course, you can find our music on SoundCloud. Like I said, I found it on Apple Music today. Messing Around. Check them out. Very much worth it. The amazing and talented and groovy Mr. Brandon Messing, our guest. Brandon, thank you so much for stopping by. We're going to have you back real soon because we love having you here. Thank you, man. Love you guys so much. Thanks, you Brandon. We'll talk to you soon. We'll listen to you soon. Have yourself a great evening. You too, man. Have a good one. Love you guys. Thank Thanks. you. Woo! All right. Love you. Bye-bye. Much love. <laughs> 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 That's awesome, man. He is awesome. He's great. I mean, really how can you not feel happy after talking to a guy like that? He's just I mean, so I positive. Got like a, and I got a big smile on my face. I get rid of ears listening to him talk because he's, you know, he's real. And, and he was even saying, like, he didn't know about putting the album out because it's too real. And that's awesome because it's not like a bunch of fluffy stuff. And he even said he'll do it. And it, it kind of reminded me of us. He said he'll do it in his shitty little room with a shitty little <laughs> microphone with dogs barking in the background. <laughs> Does that remind it's you of anybody in. you know? No, no. <laughs> Kids going in. Some but guy you, wearing I, like You got to be persistent, though. Like, you want something, you keep doing it. Like, there was a time we didn't know if we were going to come back, but you got to want it, and you got to be passionate about it. And he's so passionate, and like I said, like he always reaches out to me, says whatever he needs to do, like, he's just uh, a serious artist and, and we definitely appreciate that and um yeah the the music's awesome band's awesome check them out exactly and like um and the thing i like so i said we don't have this huge staff of people that work with us we do a lot of the stuff on our own we do a lot mm-hmm. of research we download the stuff to the show me and you will get topics questions all nine yards so you send it out to some celebrities and they might share it like oh, i'm on this show and I might share it once. Brandon shared it a bunch of times. He's got people that he's shouting out to sharing it, and he messaged me constantly. Uh, Dude, how can we do this? Or how can I get people to listen here? And how can I do it? He was worried about his friends in California. He's like, I got people in California time. What time can they listen? I just need to know. And constantly messaging to get the, the details so it all comes out right. That's amazing. I just thanked him for being on. He sent me a, I love you, bro. Aw. We love you, Brandon. 
And I, I have to say that the Yo Show affiliated with Stoop Radio is now on YouTube. Woo, All that's right. We are now. Shows. I will have this show tonight on YouTube. So you can check it out there because I know sometimes people have problems with our site. Sometimes. So sometimes. if you want to pause it, especially on your phone, on the computer it doesn't glitch that bad, but sometimes on your phone it might glitch a little bit. So I will have all current episodes on YouTube for your listening pleasure. Check it out on YouTube, the Yo Show as part of the Stoop Radio Network. And you can Ow. check out Ow. Check out tonight's episode with Brandon Messon. And you can hear some of his songs. And speaking of which, I hope he's still listening. Because that's got to be kind of cool to listen to a show playing your music. Wouldn't that be cool? God, I, I, oh. I get yeah. geeked up enough. I get geeked up enough just sitting in my car and listening to replays of us. And I'm like, hey, it's me. <laughs> like, imagine I can't like this. sometimes. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> like, imagine how cool it is. Like, make a song and, and put it out there and have people playing it. That's got to be really neat. Even that's our, crazy. Yeah. Even our humble little show here. So we did play Flowers already, and we love that. And the next one's called Backwoods, and I'm telling you folks, if you're listening in, and you want to really enjoy this song, turn the lights down, roll left. Do it now. Do it now. Hey, if you got it, light it up. It's called Backwoods. If you don't have it and can't light it up, take a little sip of something, (laughs) a little beer, a little wine, something. Seriously, get into into the vibe here. I'm I'm actually going there and turning down the lights in the studio. Going to let Jewel sit on her side so it doesn't get all weird. Got my flower crown on. It's fine. You do. Jewel's got her flower crown on. I'm going to put back on my groovy green sunglasses you might have seen in the show's preview. Groovy man, it's groovy. It's like a four twenty kind of night. All right, so let's get back. Whoops, almost lost the uh, line of the songs. Here we go. All right, so let's get serious. <laughs> Brandon Messon from Messing Around. The new album is—it's just an awesome name. Sex in the Sky. I love. It. I think it's so cool. Sex in the Sky. This song is backwoods. He said it's maybe a celebration of a certain smoking. Thing that might become legal in Smoking Pennsylvania. the doobage. Smoking the doobage. Maybe. <laughs> Alright, Backwoods, we'll be back with you in about four minutes. Check it out here on The Yo Show. One of our local products messing around.
I absolutely love that. I forgot that was in there. <laughs> we <laughs> cut it off as our clavino. That's really cool. Groovy song. Messing around. I love it. Brandon Messing and Messing Around, our special guest tonight on the O Show, and that is a song called Backwoods Groovy. You know what that reminds me of, that song? <clears throat> Picture like a, a movie about a guy, kind of a rough guy, but he meets this girl, and he's like, Driving out late at night by himself, and he decides he's going to go see her. And that movie, that music's playing. That, and he's like looking through the streets and following the turns and all that. And he finally gets to her. Reminds you of? Come on, I mean it is straight out of like one of my movies, like Tarantino or something else cool like that. <laughs> I love it. I just want to drive yeah. through New Mexico and. Blare it through my speakers. I want to drive to Mexico, blare it, pick up somebody's wrong suitcase, and get chased through the streets of Mexico. <laughs> I said New Mexico. <laughs> Otherwise, right, I, I want to pick up, my want to pick up the wrong. Like I want to pick up the wrong suitcase in New Mexico, <laughs> and then get chased through the streets of Mexico. That's okay. like the greatest movie ever. And we'll call it great, um, great music though. Oh my god, messing around. We'll call it Sex love in the Sky. Oh, you got to love That's the name of the movie. Brandon Messon soundtrack. Woo! That'd be awesome, wouldn't it? I love it. I'm going to hear that in my head. Well, I can't talk tonight. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of excitement. A lot of excitement. That's the beauty of it. We get these uh, local acts on. I get more geeked about the local acts than, like, the nationwide acts. I, I swear, sometimes I get, like so nervous when I talk, especially if I like am a huge fan and I go to your show and I like meet the person or do you know what I mean? I, I meet them in person. Like I just, I, I want to do them justice and I just feel like this music needs to be heard. Their name has to get out there and I'm just trying to do my part. So um, we appreciate you Philly. We love you. And if you're an artist in Philly, you're like, Oh, I'm not sure. Like reach out to us because that's what we're about here on the You Show. Exactly. He named a ton, and I got to listen to the replay a couple hundred times to write them all down. But he named a bunch of bands. And if you're out there listening from one of them bands, I know a lot of people say, hey, I'm a friend of Brandon's, I'm a friend of Brandon's. How can't you be? But if you're out there and you're listening tonight or you listened uh, earlier, you're going to listen to the replay. We're easy to find. We're on Facebook. It's the Stoop, um, Stoop Radio Network on Facebook. Uh, it's a Stoop Radio 1 on Instagram and on Twitter. The new name of the show is The Yo Show, but we're part of the Stoop Radio Network, which was our original show, which is supposed to be coming back. It's confusing. kind of needs a, a playbook to know how it all goes down. That's where you find us. We've had some big things in the works, I have to say, and I'm just getting more and more excited. Geeked is the word. We're getting geeked. You could say it. Yes. Getting geeked. We're bit, getting geeked. A little bit. I get geeked every time I come on this uh, fabulous program. And we're past the 9 o'clock hour, so of course that is when shit hits the fan. Whew. All right. I took it easy on myself tonight. I didn't get all, uh, I didn't get all jeweled up. <laughs> 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 Maybe. <laughs> Last episode killed me. I was just, you know why? Because 
I, I was trying not to talk that much and just sit back and kick it. And man, did we kick it and have some fun. We sure did. I love listening to the stories. And that's one of the better things. And like, you know, we were talking tonight and we usually talk about it. We make sure we drive the point home. You know, this isn't like your person calls our person. We'll do lunch. We got a list of things you can say and can't say, and we got to do and you got to have. Just come here, sit down, drop an F bomb, drink a beer, tell us a crazy story. Jam out, man. Jam yep. out. It's like hanging out. The, it's like hanging out. In, I don't want to say hanging out in your basement. You've been there before. <laughs> Speaking of which, very, very funny story real quickly. Um, we're always available for replay, and I always post the link again, so always feel free to find the replay. Um, if you don't see the replay on the Super Radio Network on Facebook, you can find it at um, the actual home right now, which is uh, blogtalkradio.com. Blogtalkradio.com. You'll have to search the Stoop Radio Show, and then you'll find our past episodes. And my very good friend, Lynn, Messaged me and said that she got into an archive show the other night, last Monday's show, which was with her brother, hockey expert Mark Zamara. And uh, and she said that yeah, she really enjoyed the show. She loved that I gave her a shout-out. I mentioned uh, her love of Ron Hextall, and Mark gave her credit for his love of hockey. She found it hilarious that I brought up the fact that she would fight me for an autograph Hextall jersey. <laughs> and... Um, she said it was great. I love the job you do. Great questions. You guys do a great job. And, you know, I, I told her we were on now with Brandon. We're actually live as we speak. And she said, laugh out loud. Just don't invite him to your basement. So apparently, <laughs> <laughs> apparently my uh, my basement of doom here is getting a, quite a reputation for uh, people not to come to. <laughs> Where the party's at, people. It kind of is. Agreed. <laughs> It sounds a little creepy, though, when you're saying it through a headset. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> but that's the fun of it. That's the fun of what we do here. Yes. All right, let's get into um, some topics. We played both songs already. Sad. No more music. No more music. Right. We got a lot to talk about, though. We do have a lot to talk about. And one that I... <laughs> we tried to talk about topics last week, but... You know, when you have three guests and really yeah. no um, no treatment of how the show's supposed to go, and they just start freelancing, you're going to run title on time. Kind we actually got off for the first time in history. We actually ran the down the last five seconds. It was awesome. Actually, against the clock. Yeah, that was crazy. Um, I do have a shout out real quick, if I just could, really quickly. Um, my can. good friend. Mimi Post at Avellino. Um, she's having a charity event this weekend in uh, Newtown Square. If you're not local, it's fine because you can go on the site. Um, it's in honor of her baby boy, Andrew. Um, and it's a great event. It's held every year. Um, I, I got to go one time, and um, I did. It, it's, a, it's a good time. It's an amazing cause. Uh, what she does is uses the proceeds and the profits to build um, playgrounds in the Jersey area. That's where she's from. She has a house in Ocean City and um, along in, in Delco too, around Broomall. But it, uh, she has a lot of raffles, um, one for diamond earrings, one for Eagles tickets, one for a house in, uh, for a week in August in Ocean City, uh, New mm. Jersey. 
um, wine basket, candle basket. I won an amazing uh, Mally Beauty whole makeup set. It was like a lot of makeup. Um, so if you can please donate, um, it's a great cause. And it is www.andrewsfriends.org. Um, and, yeah, go check it out if you can, please. It would help out a lot. Thank you, and God bless you. www.andrewsfriends.org Yes Sounds great Uh, I love that stuff I love that charity stuff And the the ones with the raffles Even though I never win anything That was the first time I I ever won anything I swear it was like It was like a dream makeup award So I I was pretty happy I'm still using makeup from it And I won it like three years ago so it was awesome. Wow. She, she, she has some amazing yeah, prizes. Um, like the whole, you know, she knows so many people in, in the Philly area and uh, in South Jersey. So they're great people. They're actually the, the family on the commercial for Ocean City because they're that pretty and cute and they're just amazing, <laughs> fun people. So, um, yeah, they're awesome. That's pretty awesome. I never win that stuff. I feel like the greatest um, donator every time I go to those events because I show out like sixty dollars in tickets. I never win a damn thing, so my contribution. I just went to a, an event last weekend with my aunt. It was like a car show. She won two prizes. I'm like, I would never get that lucky, man. Really? She won. Well, she put in for I think it was like an Eagles thing, but yeah, she won like all these places too. Sahara Sam's Water Park, and then she won like. Yankee can I don't know, but man, wow. people are just lucky like that, you know. Tell me about it. That's why, like, when I leave those events with like a pocket full of tickets, my wife's like, "Would you throw those tickets out?" I'm like, "No, I paid sixty dollars for these. I'm taping them. That's <laughs> all I got." It's expensive. Yeah, it does, but you know, it's for the right causes. That's what it's all about. So if you check it out, um, do Joel a favor. If you're listening, or if you're listening to replay, do it down the line. You know, it's always great to donate. I also, um, before, because this auction is later, but my, my other cousin has, Jeff, you got to put in for this prize. It is like $700 worth of alcohol, and it's what? everything. It's like an entire bar. I've never seen anything like it. Wow. Bottle of Captain, bottle of Crown. I mean, it's seriously like <laughs> a smorgasbord. And the prize is drawn Seven. right before Thanksgiving Eve. It's like you are Ooh. just... Asking for a party to be thrown right then. Seven hundred hours for the booze, or as I like to call, Saturday night. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll get that info to you next show. Yeah, definitely. Please do. I would like to look into that. If not, just donate. I'm the. I'm always. Dude, I'm, I'm not the biggest donator. Like I don't donate millions of dollars. If I had it, I probably would. But I'm the guy that always gives in that extra change, kicking at the stewards who would you like to donate the extra change to so and so and. Every time I go to uh, Pets Plus and buy the dog food, I always donate like five hours to the homeless animals. Yeah, absolutely. I always donate animals. Yeah, animals, definitely kids. And I forgot to mention in their other episode, it's Breast Cancer Awareness Month. If you can, please donate. Um, It affects so many people. And just, yeah, give what you can. Even if it's 50 cents a dollar, whatever, give it. Give it. That was one of the um, that was one of the, one of the big grapes on the radio today that I heard and um didn't read on me. Apparently the only person really prominent yesterday with uh 
breast cancer awareness stuff was Carson Wentz. Like the players weren't wearing you know? the towels and shoes and all that, that, which they normally do every year. Normally every year, they, I mean, the guys are lit up with pink, pink stuff. And this, yeah, nothing. That was weird. I noticed that too. Yeah. Even like my nephew played for the Chamonix football. They would all don pink. Like I, I don't know where the love was, but light it up, pink people. Absolutely, it's a huge, huge cause. One that I've done things for in the past, small events and all. I try to get to the bigger events, but and that's um, that's something that tweaks me a little bit. Um, there's charity events, and then these big. Companies get involved and they make themselves like the focal point. Like you have, I don't want to mention the name, but I will mention the name. Like the Susan G. Komen Fund. Like if you want to do anything breast cancer, you got to go through her. I don't mm-hmm. buy that. I should be able to to do and, and donate and act and have things the way I want to have. But you know, it's neither here nor there. It's about donating to people that are sick and that need it. So. Yeah, yeah I think it's just like a legit name so people can go to that. But I know one of the best breast cancer doctors in the Philadelphia area is Miss Beth Dupree and she legit like saved my sister's life so I mean she's awesome and I know Fox Chase Cancer Center is great too but um, yeah there's just so many people who just do so much for it and um, yeah just give when you can I know That's right awesome. that'd be awesome I know we should but this month to see if we can actually Try to land Dr. Dupree and see if she spend a little bit of time with us on the show and, and talk about awareness and things that people can look out for, etc. It's not a bad idea. We'll look into that. See if we can get Dr. Well, Dupree for the month. Of, yeah, last year Steve Howie was on during Breast Cancer Awareness Month, and he had that whole thing on Shameless when he went through that scare, and that was awesome. But yeah. legit, like he did so much to help. Like even male, males get it too, so yeah. it's just crazy. I know a guy that had it. Uh, a guy used to work with had it. Uh, he is now a survivor of it. And at last check, he is clear of it. So that's 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 good to good. hear because it can yeah. it can get anybody. It's less likely in men, but it does happen. So. Mhm. Yes. Thank you, Jewel, for that. Um, maybe we'll look into that. Give me some of that doctor's information. I'll see if there's a way we can flag her down. See if she'll spend a few minutes with us on the show. Uh, yeah. Silly thing in the course of the awareness month and stuff like that. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's get into some more topics. A little bit of fun stuff here. Two of America's biggest breakfast people, companies, brands known for breakfast, Dunkin' Donuts and IHOP, the International House of Pancakes. What is the story you're asking? Well, they're both now in the beer business. Yeah, both Dunkin' Donuts and IHOP have uh, collaborated with some breweries and have gotten into the beer business. Uh, Dunkin' Donuts has a Dunkin' uh, Porter, which was made by uh, the big brewery Harpoon over in uh, the New England area over in Boston. Um, It's got like a dark coffee-flavored porter. Looks delicious. Very limited. Can't get it out in these parts. I'm a little upset about that. No. Uh, no. So IHOP, IHOB, whatever the hell they became, <laughs> IHOP got together. Still IHOP. They got together and they, they're calling it IHOPS, which is hilarious. That's the name of the beer. IHOPS. It's made by uh, Keegan Ales Brewery, which is in uh, northern New York. And theirs is a pumpkin pancake stout. It's actually made with pancake batter. What? 
Yes, it is. It's got pumpkin flavor, which of course is huge. Pancakes. This has got some pancake batter, and it's a stout, so it's kind of a darker beer. Um, are you intrigued? Do you want to try this stuff or what? Get out! Like when I'm hearing this, I just want to be in like, you know, by the sea when it's really cold, and have a cup of hot pumpkin pancake stout cake batter <laughs> warm in my hand. I mean, maybe it sounds maybe. yummy. It does. They both sound amazing. Of course, you see the beautiful pictures of the bottle and then in a the glass. And it just, of course, it looks perfect for the advertising. But it sounds great. And if you haven't noticed, we do drink beer here once in a while in the show. Very once in a rare while. <laughs> Rarely. Yeah. Like in the two hours of show, there might be a minute where we don't. Um, it's not exciting. I, you know, <laughs> it's not sporadically. So I basically <laughs> ripped apart every. Google search and internet search, even went on Harpoon's website and untapped and a whole nine yards. And uh, neither of these will be coming our way. Damn it. We just have to. I know. Well, aren't you a brewer? Like, can't you brew your <laughs> I, I, uh, we're working on it. I'm not the actual brewer, though. I'm the, uh, <laughs> this is going to scare you. I'm the, uh, the, the savvy brains of the outfit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, that was a hell of a, that was like the most, that was probably the most authentic laugh I've ever heard Jewel have on the show. Oh, yeah. I would go I and pick swear. her up. That'd be a weird delay in the show. We have to make like, like, I'll make the coffee and the pumpkin pie, and then you make the beer, and we'll just put it all together in some like coffee drink and top it off with whipped cream. That's not how it works. That's how it works. No. <laughs> Most no? of that stuff okay. is fused into weeks of process. Uh, oh. Chunks of shit in your beer. I don't want chunky beer. No, that sounds Dude, disgusting. Did you ever see the animals that get drunk as crap off of, like, fermented pumpkins and fruit and, like, Africa? No, but I kind of think I'd love to. It sounds hilarious. Oh, my God. If you YouTube that, like, animals drunk on fermented fruit, like... <laughs> You'll be dying. It's just squirrels like falling over. Now you know what? Isn't my that- luck. I would type in animals getting drunk and be like some girl sucking a donkey dick or something. Oh, kind of luck I have. <laughs> kind of luck I have. Very it went quickly. Went south real quick. <laughs> it always it went south. Little... I kind of feel bad for the donkey. Kind of feel bad for the girl oh, too. I feel more bad for the girl than the donkey. Feel bad for both. I I don't feel bad for anybody that's that dumb to make that kind of decision. How do we go from <laughs> we go from beer to donkey dick? Not only here on the air <laughs> show, folks. <laughs> oh, oh my god, you know that reminds me of Popeye's chicken is not awesome. What? Popeye's chicken is not awesome. <laughs> you know oh, you never saw little Nikki? Okay, so I just saw a video oh, of Popeye's okay, yeah. Popeye's chicken, and it had maggots crawling out of it. It was like a fresh mm. batch of Popeye's maggots crawling out of it. So watch your food, people. Watch where you. Where'd you see this at? I don't know. It was on Facebook. Wow. Be oh, aware. God. Be very aware. <laughs> I love Popeye's chicken, too. I really don't. I don't think they're that great. These used to be better. When it was a little more authentic Louisiana, not not made by Indians. You know what's amazing? Royal Farms. Did you ever have that? It's like a Wawa, mm-hmm. but just chicken. No? 
come up my way, man. There's Royal Farms. It is legit. Like they got a gas station, and it's shaped like a Wawa. It's got like the Wawa sign, but it's all chicken. What are wow. you watching? Watching well, a football game. <laughs> what football From game? In the background. Oh, it's Monday. Yeah, uh, it's the Saints and Redskins. Thirteen six Saints, folks. In case you're wondering, five minutes Good. left in the first half, and uh, a big pass right there from Drew Brees down to Cameron Meredith to about the Redskins five. So Saints are going in again. Uh, I've got Drew Brees on my fantasy team, so it's uh, very important that he gets lots of points. How old is and Drew Brees? Thirty-nine. That's it. That's like it. Fifty-two. Drew Brees, fifty-two. So he's like hey. Brett Favre. Nah, if he's fifty-two, he's still playing football. God bless him. Holy crap! I hate this guy steals his, his thunder. Yeah, no, thirty-nine. Bush? Reggie Bush is retired. He's been retired for a few years now. Tired? He's like thirty, right? Reggie Bush, nah, he's in his mid-30s. He's got that, he's one of many people with the Kardashian curse. Like, if you bang a Kardashian, you don't win shit. It happens. Sure. Oh, my God. I have to say, uh, my friend Angie, what's up, Angie? She put up a video Angie. of... Angie! That's horrible singing. That's horrible singing. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> That's bad singing. She put up a video of Jason Kelsey and his brother, what's his name, Travis... Kelsey? Yeah. Please, please for the... Oh, my God. How cool are they? I mean, they're pretty cool. see that? They are awesome together, and they're just so supportive, and uh, he started crying. It's a touching, touching video, but... It's cute. So cute. Yeah. So cute. <laughs> you know what, Kelsey? You want to be cool in this town? Win a fucking game. Whoa! That's right. Top five reasons the Eagles suck. No, no. All right, well, we'll take it easy on them. Take it easy. It's a brand, really like I said, it's a Brandon Messing kind of night, man. We're groovy. We're taking it easy. Yeah. Not being mean. Positive vibes. That's right. Positive vibes. Uh, here's a little something. I want to talk about some movies coming up um, before mine, because mine is not out yet, but yours that you want to talk about is out, and that is Venom. Ooh. Pretty goddamn awesome. Um, I am not overly familiar with the Venom story. I do like hero movies and villain movies, that kind of stuff. I'm not overly familiar with Venom. Um, a little scoop. What, what have you heard so far? That, you know, people that have seen this? I'm not, you know, like, the most versed in comic books, but I do follow my fiancé is, like, comic book lord, and he knows. Like, he was a fan of Deadpool before it became huge. Like he used to have that game and I would, I would watch him play like, holy shit, this guy's like off his rocker. And it was awesome. Well, apparently Venom has the same like dark comedy thing going on. And you got to love Tom Hardy. I mean, the dude was Bane. I didn't even know he was Bane yeah. until after the movie came out. Like, holy really? shit. Oh, yeah. like crazy Jack. But I'm super excited. Not to mention Eminem sings the same the theme song so um yeah i'm definitely gonna see it i i really want a date night i have to see venom um i heard a lot of people say suck but i don't care because a lot of people sound like old time radio <laughs> no <laughs> But a lot of people said Justice League sucked, and I 
freaking loved it. So uh, I'm definitely going to give it a shot. I will give my review when I see it. Also, I have to see, I know we didn't talk about, but freaking Halloween. Oh, yeah. Really, Curtis? Mm-hmm. Holy shit. I have to see that. I saw H2O in the theaters when I was barely of age. So let's go. Halloween spirit. Got to see that. There's a, yeah, there's, we love ourselves. There's some great movies coming out. There really is. Um, speaking of Halloween, real quick, if I may intervene, that's what we do here on the O Show. We bounce back and forth. We try not to keep it too uniform and boring. We keep it fun. Today, <laughs> today during my day on Facebook, I uh, I, you know, I flip on a lot. Let's see what the world's up to. And it said, Jewel Teddy is attending your event. The fourth oh! Halloween Bash. And I'm so excited. Pull your eardrums down. That's all right. So excited. It's coming. Halloween, a couple weeks away, folks. 27th of October. Got my costume. Nothing overly exciting. I like it, though. I think it's going to be fun. And what's the place called? JC House of Love? (laughs) It's the um, JC's House of Beer Lust and... Yeah. <laughs> chaos. Something like that. Chaos. Chaos. I think that was it. JP's House of Beer Lust and Chaos. Something like that. That, that sounds right. Something like that. That'd be good. All right. In case somebody's wondering that. Party started. Right. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> We're thinking about um, definitely considering walking tacos again this year. Whoa. I, you know, I didn't get one last year. I'm very upset about I that. I know. I don't know how. I mean, we had like 60 of them. Mike Devlin had his full. Jeez. Mike Devlin had like 10 of them, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> he had 10 of them, so he had like one for every three drinks. Because he had like yeah. 30 drinks. <laughs> yeah. Straight, you guys, <laughs> so. have, you guys are such a good time. It's awesome. We're looking forward to it again this year. Uh we got some guests coming. Every year it's the same thing. You do that Facebook thing, and like maybe 15 people say yes. You're like, oh man, nobody's coming. And next thing you know, like 60 people come. Like, kind of happened last year. It's a great time always. So we're looking forward to that. Hey, have your own party, man. That's right. Fuck it. I am my own party. <laughs> I have my own party every Monday and Wednesday night, right here on the You Show. Right here on Blog Talk Radio. <laughs> My cheap little drop in. Thank you for sitting here. But anyway, more movies from movies that are coming out, and one that I am stoked to see and to see more commercials. That's what I'm going to talk about tonight. Bohemian Rhapsody. November 2nd, Woo! Bohemian Rhapsody comes out. Oh, yeah. It is the biopic of one of the greatest rock and roll bands of all time, Queen. That's right. It's a story about Freddie Mercury and Queen in the early days. Um, it looks. Awesome, Jewel. Are you excited at all? Are you a Queen fan? Are you ready for this movie? Oh my God, I love Queen. I love Freddie Mercury. I am so excited. This guy is his doppelganger for sure. I mean, I don't know if it's really him singing or what. You can't really tell in the commercials, but man, I am definitely going to see this, and it looks amazing. It does. It looks really amazing. The more videos I see, the more commercials I see, the more information I see and hear about this movie, the more I'm just getting stoked to, to jump out and see it. The problem with that is I am not I'm not really a movie guy. I'm a movie guy when there's something that I really want to see, and it drives the Mrs. Crazy. 
What do you mean? Like, will you not go to the movies? Because I don't like to go to the movies unless it's like action, like a Jurassic Park or something, where I need to see like the huge dinosaur. Like, I won't go to the movies to see the new A Star Is Born with Bradley Cooper, even though I want to see no. it. Like, I'll wait for it to come on TV because I'm not going to spend freaking sixty bucks to go to the movies and and watch Lady Gaga sing. You know? Agreed. Um... I mean, it's got to be something like I'm in love with. Like, I'm in love with this Bohemian Rhapsody movie. I will yeah. go to the theater and see it. But she'll want to like, see these boring kind of love stories. And I'm like, no offense. Sitting there for two hours, watching a couple go through the awkward stage of meeting each other, then through that strange breakup where something bizarre happens, and then their friends getting them back together where they end up back together. It's not my idea of two hours worth of fun. Exactly. Like, I can't see a love yeah. movie. Like, I won't see go Fifty Shades of Grey in the movies. Like, hell no. I'm going to no. wait until that shit comes on HBO. In the comfort of my <laughs> there own. Was, <laughs> there was the one movie, um, i got to kind of think of the name of it. Uh, it was Channing Tatum and um, the uh, Rachel McAdams. Oh, uh, Dear John or something. or No, The Veil. I know what you're talking about. The Veil. Thank you very much. That is the movie. So apparently um, they're a couple. They're engaged. They get in a bad car accident. She hits her head. She's got Who no memory. I don't know. They got to go through this nonsense of like the cute story of how they're together. The cute story of how to get engaged. The tragic story of the accident. Him trying to re-meet her, her trying to let him in, the guy that wants her that tries to sabotage her relationship, then they do get together, then she leaves, then she comes back. I mean, that's, they're all, all these love stories are the same. I mean, good Lord. love story where she doesn't come back? <laughs> well, you know what? Love story is kind of like, first of all, I have to say what a horrible actor Channing Tatum is, because yeah. he is good looking, but he is not a good actor. And second of all, um, you know what love story is like dark and it just turns the wrong way. The premonition with Sandra Bullock, you're like, oh, it's gonna be like a, a love story, and she's with that <laughs> that guy from Nip Tuck. We'll be back with more Yo Show after these commercial <laughs> messages. What? No, I'm just saying like a dark love story where like the yeah. chick, you know, dies or something. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, that's, that's a little weird. You know what movie I liked because. The ending was was great, even though, like, you watch a movie, you had fun with it, you got to like the characters, and at the end, they don't get back together. And you're like, aww. Did you ever see The Breakup with Vince Vaughn yeah. and Jennifer Aniston? Horrible. Wow. Really? I liked it. And at the end, they it don't get back together. Funny. I'm like, yeah. I love what? those, but, like, I don't know, it's hard to watch. Like, you know they don't end up together, so what the hell You know, in the point? beginning... Come on, you don't feel bad when she gets those concert tickets and he never shows up and she sits there by herself. He's that doesn't a like dick. wrench you a little bit? Well, yeah, he's a dick, but that's like part of the movie. Like you're figuring, even though he's a dick, like she's going to come back because that's how they do it in those movies, and she doesn't come back. She doesn't. Good for her. I felt that, so bad. Like, just, I wish I, wish I could have been there to get that extra That's because she sucks in bed. Oh, Jesus. she doesn't make with these men. Think about it. Jennifer Aniston, Halle Berry, they're like, oh, guys are like, oh, they're so beautiful, but they can't hold down men. The men cheat on them. Maybe why? Because they suck in bed. Because they're famous. Oh, no. so they, don't have to be, they don't have to be good in bed because they got money and fame. Tell me Justin I'm wrong. Justin Theroux. Tell me I, I, I'm wrong. How do I know? 
I'm a chick. <laughs> anyway, um, Justin Theroux is in that new series on Netflix called Maniac with Jonah Hill and Emma Stone. Emma Stone, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's so cool. It's like Black Mirror. You should definitely watch it. It's a definitely a, a, a quick quick watch, and, and you'll get sucked in, and it's very uh, Black Mirror technology future. future <laughs> it's good. <laughs> <laughs> I was afraid you had some kind of like financial investment in Black Mirror. You absolutely just die for that show. God, I would love to have someone on the show from Black Mirror. I've been trying. <laughs> that show's amazing. That's kind of the way like I I kind of do it. I get into these um, I get into these shows that I love, and I start looking um, through the stars, and that's how I ended up really with, with Steve Howie. Steve Howie, I reached out to first. I didn't hear from like I'm gonna go to the case of Shameless and try to find somebody, and all of a sudden, boom! I heard from Steve Howie, and it was just like, rah. yeah, and stuff like that. Yeah, that was freaking awesome. He's awesome. That's insane. Are you watching? Are you caught up on Shameless? You know, I'm not. I am so far behind because football season, and, and I always try to watch them a day or two later. But my wife is she's so locked into binge watching. She's on this show. I don't know the name of it, but it's the story of Henry the Eighth. Um, and all his wives and all that nonsense. So it's uh, it's pretty wild. I have to get her into some of my shows. Get her some suggestions. Oh, she will, she's always up for something. She tries everything. Like she's just doing Gossip Girl. Now she's on this Henry VIII show, whatever it is. Um, Gossip Girl. If she's into that, then she'll love you on Lifetime because it's Penn Badgley, same dude as Gossip Girl. Right, you're, yeah, you were telling me that. Jeff is tuned out. <laughs> it's just football. Well, Am I at home talking to my fiance? What the hell is this? What What happened is, and don't get me wrong, another, you know, congratulations to Drew Brees, another record, the all-time Jesus. passing yard as leader, and that's awesome. You know, he just broke the record uh, for most passing yards, but it's like they bring his family down to the sideline in hopes that he breaks the record on this drive. And the first play is like this 70-yard pass where no Redskin defenders anywhere to be found. Like it was set up to say, hey, let's do it now and and cut That's out awkward. of your family here. It was so set up. It was pretty sad. But it's great. Congratulations, Drew Brees. Now, with that touchdown, the um, Saints are up by three touchdowns on the Redskins. That's big news for Eagles fans. Um, our division sucks, thank God, because we'd be in trouble. Drew Brees has like eight kids. He's got a cute little wife. <laughs> He's got tons of kids. He's kids. His wife. How you doing? Mrs. Brees. Oh, jeez. Mrs. Brees blues. Like blues with Brees. Okay. It's perverted, and I don't want to do that, because Drew Brees is going to be on the show next week on the Neosha. Oh, yeah. No, he's not. <laughs> pretty awesome, though. Yeah, so um, that, that's a big-time blowout. Uh. Hit us with some topics, Jewel. You said you had some things you wanted to talk and discuss. Well, I mean, I'm still stuck on this movie thing. I have to get your opinion on um, there's a new Elton John movie coming out and a new – who's the guy? Oh, my God. I can't think of his name. Tom Hanks is playing him. Freaking Mr. Rogers. Mr. Rogers. Oh, yeah. The Mr. Rogers one. The Mr. Rogers one looks pretty good. Um he I saw Tom like Hanks. Him. He does, but Tom Hanks is a good actor. He is. <laughs> I never thought back in the bosom buddy days that he would be this great actor. 
Bosom Buddies. Bosom Buddies right before your time. No, wasn't that the uh, the Austrian guy? Was that Tom Hanks? Tom Hanks was on a TV show. Yeah, called Bosom Buddies. <laughs> yeah, you know, I thought it was that comedian. I can't think of it. Mr. Belvedere. <laughs> Hey, I'm drinking some Belvedere. No, I'm not. I gotta let the cat out of the bag while I'm slug. I'm getting so sluggish over this. Um, and Jewel might see this and appreciate this. See what that is right there? <laughs> That's what you sent me. Look. No, it's Jewel not. Me, it for some unknown reason it's gone. Jewel sent me her topics and her list of stuff, and it's all I'll gone. I'll bring it in, Jeff. I'll bring it in. <laughs> Have no fear. I don't know why it's gone. I don't know. I'm like dumbfounded. I'm sitting there looking at a, a blank screen. <laughs> the teleprompter here is blank. More so, high uh, quality I'll, technology. I'll bring it in. Now. So, you know, I I spent one summer at Belmar Beach. Not one summer. Maybe one day at Belmar Beach in New Jersey. And just above Belmar is a little town on the coast called Asbury Park, New Jersey. And this Sunday, as the Giants were playing, one of the all-time greats rode his motorcycle up to the Wonder Bar, which this would be the spot if I went to Asbury Park. Like, this and the Stone Pony would be the spot that I personally would freaking go to on a goddamn Sunday on a nice afternoon and maybe get a beer which he got a Corona and some nachos. Bruce Springsteen, people. He looked the way a lot of New York Giants fans felt Sunday after a gut-wrenching loss against the Carolina Panthers with the game slipping away in the final seconds. I mean, what are your thoughts on the game, Jeff? And oh my holy God, shit, yeah. if I ever saw Bruce in a bar drinking Corona, <laughs> I would buy him 10. I um, Now I know that it also broke Bruce Springsteen's heart. It makes me even happier. But, um, God, man, I mean, this Giants team's you talk about bad luck, and I'm here ripping on the Eagles. They took the lead with, I think, about like a minute to go. They played probably their best game of the year. And Carolina gets the ball back. They drive down the field. Their kicker kicks a 63-yard field goal to win the game. Oh, wow. Which is the second longest in history. It's actually tied for the second longest. It's actually tied for the longest field goal to ever win a game. 63 is unheard of. And this guy, uh, longest is 64. Um, Oh, that's it? Yeah, well, I'm telling you, when you get into the 60s, it's funny because the, <laughs> the kicker, um, Carolina kicker, uh, Graham Gano, I got to tell you, it's a shame because he would have hit that from 70. I mean, he hit it from 63, and it went through the uprights and almost hit like the net, which is quite a few yards behind. Like that thing was about wow. a 70-yard shot. So if he could have got Man. a shot from 70, he would have shattered the record, and he murdered that ball. It was crushed. And uh, I loved it. I ran around the house and clapped and cheered and laughed and I thought it was terrific. That's the yeah. I mean Great. I'm just very heartbroken that Bruce is a Giants fan. <laughs> I, I mean you he know, has songs about Philadelphia. He loves us. I know he's from northern Jersey, but like come on Bruce. Like you gotta show love for your Philadelphia teams. He's a Giants fan. What a shocker. Not surprised by that one bit. 
heartbreaking. <sighs> heartbreaking. Gut wrenching. But they lost. Ha, I love it. What was I going to say? Some of Bruce Springsteen and B Street Band and Tunnel Cake. Oh. And... Can we go into like uh, what ticks me off right now? Because I'm feeling it. If if you're do ready you to go, oh well, I do have yeah. one. If you want to go first, I mean, I, I'm pondering it as we're talking about sports. So go for it. You're a sports one. Okay, mine's not a sports one, but I will get into what ticks it me off. Off, off, off. <laughs> Jill, you know what ticks me off? <laughs> Sound effects. <laughs> no, poorly made sound effects. Um, this is a, it's actually a serious matter, as what you know all the what ticks me off things are. Um, what I want to say, I guess I want to say, doing it for the children. And here's what I mean by that: uh, I know people get married, or people don't get married. Sometimes they have children. It doesn't always work out. They end up separated. They end up divorced. They break up whatever it is, um, there's still children involved. And more and more these days, the adults act like absolute assholes to one another. I understand. You break up. A lot of times it's not the best situation. You break up for reasons, even if it's cheating, whatever the hell it is. First of all, nowadays they take it on social media and they type, you know, my ex is an asshole and this one's an asshole and he does this and, oh, the bitch is still watching my stuff. You know what those kids involved? And they're not babies forever. They grow up. As they grow up, there's traces of this shit. Get together and stay together. Not stay together for your kids, but be civil for your children. Knock off the nonsense, the petty shit, the little tit-tat fights, the showing up late and, and, and bringing them in the wrong clothes and, and not giving them money and paying child support and, and not bringing them to certain events and all that and keeping people out of their lives is bullshit. Um, I said, my niece got married this, this past weekend, beautiful event. Her dad, my brother, and her stepdad both walked down the aisle. Some people were weirded out by that to me. It's just the way it is, whatever it is. And that's, I mean, that's a grown girl. She's, in her, you know, she's 27 years old. That's not so much the case. But the littler kids and teens and all that, be civil, get together, you know, have some kind of unity that the kids don't watch bickering, fighting, and they're sitting there saying, "Yeah, mommy's a bitch." Don't be, don't be doing that to your kids. Put on a civil goddamn act for your kids. Smile at your baby's mama or your baby's father while the kids around. Do your exchange. Bring the right things. Come at the right time. Think of your separate way. You and your whore girlfriend, as they like to say, or you and that asshole she's dating now can go do whatever it is you want to do. Get drunk. Get whatever the hell you want to do. It's fine. Don't make the kids suffer. You had them. You knew where to stick your sexual organ. You had the kid. Be civil for the kid. God, I like totally agree with you. And... It's not like when me and you were growing up, man. It's like our parents, I mean, I don't know. Like, my parents didn't even curse in front of me. And Mm -hmm. now our children are going to see traces of every stupid decision and every stupid comment we ever made. Because they're going to be so much smarter and so much internet tech savvy. It's unreal. 
I mean, what yeah. my daughter, she's four years old, can do with a phone is, like, more than I could do. Like, she literally shows my parents how to, like, use their apps and everything. Like, they're smart. They're going to be – this is what they know right now. Like, they are going to be able to search everything about you, all the stupid shit. It's there for good. And I have friends that mm-hmm. do this, too. I mean, it gets ugly. And I hate to say it. I, I mean – I'm thankful and blessed that I'm in a great relationship and, you know, we come to an understanding, like, you don't put shit out in public. Anything personal. We don't even, like, I I don't even bitch to my family, you know what I mean? Like, because stuff gets back. But, like, to put it on social media especially is just, like, so insane because that shit's out there. It can always be screenshotted and saved and whatever. Forever. Forever. Another point I agree with you with is not letting the kids see certain people in their lives because you have a problem with them because that's just wrong. Um, That's happened to me too, and I don't agree with it. And, you know, I've never, like, exclude my daughter from seeing someone just because like I personally had a problem with them if they had a relationship with that person. So, right. uh, totally agree with you there. And my ticks me off kind of ties into yours. Oh, what? Okay. God, I just want Like I needed you, Jeff. I needed you this weekend to like vent to, um, and you're busy and you're having a great time, but goddamn, like, <laughs> I had to put up with such annoying parenting this weekend from ballet to soccer. Holy shit. I am I am a soccer mom now. I am in the, the throes of a soccer mom, and I have to deal with soccer parents. And holy shit, there are 35 four-year-olds on my daughter's team, and and they just don't get it. They're like helicopter parents. Like, the the beginning, like, the game, like, there's 35 toddlers, okay, put it to you this way. There's black team, purple team, what my daughter's on, royal blue team, and a light blue team. That's four teams, okay? Yeah. They're separated. The coach says the first day, like, parents, you know, we're going we're gonna to work this out. We got assistant coaches, like, one for every team, and we're going to organize it this way. And if your child has a meltdown, I just ask that you, like, take them on the sidelines or, like, just don't please – please just don't get on the field with the child because there's there's other kids running around. You, you, you could get hurt. You could hurt someone. And it's just not good for the kid to, like, you know, be there because we'll take care of them. If they can't handle it, they can get off the field. No. There are parents that don't listen to this woman. There's at least five different parents that get on the field, that hold their child's hand through all the drills, oh. back oh, and forth. I mean, I mean, they're only going like five feet, some of the drills, like kicking yeah, back and but, forth and yeah. this and that. Oh, man, it, it boils me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I swear, Mike went to go get some Dunkin' Harpoon beer coffee, and he comes back, and I'm like, would you look at these parents? <laughs> they are just holding their child's hand through it all. And I'm like... Oh my god! I don't know. I don't. I mean, granted, there are some crybabies, and if they're crybabies, whatever. Just take them off and like console them, but then let them do their own thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like my daughter, my daughter is like independent, so she 
she actually almost knocks some little poor girl out with a soccer ball <laughs> because she's got a strong leg. She's she's pretty good at soccer. But damn, like uh, I cannot stand these helicopter parents who just like envelop their child wholly and yeah. will not let them even experience life as a kid. And the one the one mom almost tripped my daughter. That's what really set me off. So that is what ticks me off today. Nicely done. You've been avoiding what ticks me off. I don't know why. It's great, isn't it? You feel like a million bucks when you let, let that out. stuff off. That's how you make you feel so much better. You need to let, let it out. Backwards. <laughs> yeah, next time on the stoop. Um, yeah, I agree. And I love that. But that's the thing. When we were kids, the parents, you know, they let you play. They let you do your thing. There was no coddle. I got hit one time. Um, it shied me away from baseball for a long time. I was 11, 12 years old. Played community baseball. I got hit right in the knee, and it hurt, man. It kid threw hard. Hit me right in the knee. I dropped. Wanted to cry, but I didn't. My mom's like, you want to get out of the game? I'm in the game playing. <laughs> you know, I hurt like hell. And it swelled like crazy. But it, it was just different. Like, you're, it, it's organized sport with all kids their age. You're not going to die. Let them play. Yeah. If they don't want to do it, don't let them do it. But, like, I remember being in, in Little League, and I, it was like uh, what uh, Reese Hos- Hos- Hoskins just went through when it hit the, the the base of his bat and then whacked him in the in the nose. Or it yeah. hit him in the jaw. Yeah. Sorry. It hit him yeah. in the jaw. But mine hit, like, right between the eyes, and it broke my Ooh. nose. And I had, like, two black eyes. My mom wasn't wow. even there. So... <laughs> Um, I had to find my own way home, and, you know, I just remember being, I don't know, a little more tough. Let's make the kids tough again. Come on. <laughs> yeah, that would be, that would be ideal. I mean, like, they, they, they're not, kids are not tough. Kids are not made tough. Except for this little girl. Here she comes, back in the <laughs> studio. My toughest little girl he's right. I know. Oh, she's She's waving, <laughs> she's waving with two hands. <laughs> yeah, but. I, I I just can't stand the the helicopter pants and and you know one time I got hit from a ball that wasn't even in my field it was actually a baseball I was playing right field and I got hit with a baseball in my temple from like another game I didn't have parents there <laughs> I was probably <laughs> my like parents, my mom used to go to everything and I used to wrestle in high school and I was in my mid teens or fifteen sixteen. Wrestle with this kid. We fall off the mat. I smash my knee. My knee is like swollen like a balloon. And um, I'm hopping on it. And I look over and I see my mom. She's like, let's go. Back on the mat. <laughs> I'm like, what? Let's go. Yeah. I'm quitting. Get back on the mat. I got back on the mat and I ended up winning that match. But, man. Imagine that now. Jesus. No. People, I mean, it's a weird culture now. It's like you know, you do a lot of things because we're we're more knowledgeable, but it's also making us a lot more afraid of like everything. So I understand like the the soccer and and the concussions and the football and the concussions and everything like that. But like you gotta let kids be kids. I mean, kids are resilient. We all turned out <laughs> halfway decent. And we're we're alive. <laughs> Somewhat. The wussification of America is what it comes down to. And it's a shame because it takes a lot of way. We, like I said, we talked about this before. We would play outside in the summertime for hours. 
hours. Yeah. We'll come back for lunch, we we'll go back out for hours, come back for dinner, and call it a night. And look, yeah. for the five-year-olds who have phones, like, maybe just have it for emergencies. Like, why do they need a phone? Yeah, agreed. Uh, who they're calling or who they're talking to. But I have to say this, but my daughter has, like, 30 friends on this new game called, <laughs> called Roblox, and it's, like, it's an internet game. And I didn't even realize, and I'm looking, and I, I always watch her play because I have to because some of the games are, like, shoot him up, rob a bank. So I have to be careful yeah. with what she plays because there's, like, a million games you can play within the game. But I looked the other uh, – no, it was yesterday, and I was like, she has 30 friends. <laughs> I don't My even God. think I have 30 friends on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> That's because, uh, you know. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Poor thing. <laughs> wow, we're coming near the home stretch. Got about seven minutes left, seven minutes and some change. Um, Wednesday night, we have no guests lined up. <laughs> Kind of slipped through the cracks there a little bit. But we're going to get it back. we got people on the hook and on the line. But uh, we'll figure something out. Figure something wonderful out for you. Nice how I stuttered over that. But we will. Great show tonight. We have some announcements. Lay them on us. we got announcements. Um, Wednesday the 17th, we have a band from Philly. Featured in Jump Magazine called Mysteries. You're going to yes. love them. They're very 60s, psychedelic. Some of we had today, but a little different. They're amazing. They're going to be on the 17th. And on the 24th, another Philly local band, Driftwood Soldier. And they are like hard stomping. I mean, it, they kind of remind me of the Dead South a little bit. So cool. I'm very excited. And they're going to be two great shows we got lined up. And then we also got our Halloween show in the works, and it's going to be a special guest. Yep. Working on a very special guest this year for Halloween because uh, we like try and keep it somebody that likes the Halloween theme, somebody that likes it spooky. Last year we had Sagan Amory and uh, Nick Quijano. That was a good show last year. And we also had Zach from Saved by the Bell and Wonder Woman. Yeah, <laughs> they were a very special guest. Zach with his blonde hair and his shaved goatee. I'll shave my goatee this year. My costume actually requires. Yeah, the large film was great. Love it, great. The uh, goatee was actually needed for this year's costume. Thank God. It looked like I'm oh, two years oh, old. Oh, do you know your costume? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's already in the works. Can you give us a hint? Nope. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, somebody with a goatee. That's hard. I'll give you a hint. I'm not Wonder Woman this year. No. What a surprise. Uh, I mean, you're going to be Wonder Bread Woman? (laughs) That was a pretty neat costume. I think I went through every goddamn version of Wonder Woman. I mean, I even did the anime. I I don't know. I think I'm running out of Wonder Woman costumes. Wow. It's made for you. Last year's was awesome. We'll see. I, I got a good one in the works, and if Mike does it with me, it's going to – I hope you like pop culture because it's going to be good. All right. I like it. I like it already. Right. I didn't go with the couples. We didn't go couples theme this year. Kind of made see, everyone thought he was a mechanic and not Steve Trevor last year, so <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> I got it. 
as the atonement. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what was my favorite costume at that party? Besides yours, obviously. Oh, thank you. <laughs> White trash. <laughs> White trash was good. That really was good. That was funny. That was very funny. She's like, I'm like, what are you? And she's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's good. Yeah, my chance. <laughs> There's some good ones. The one that, the, the best, the one time that this is, uh, before you and I even hung out, um, my wife's cousin came as one night stand. He was a night stand. Oh, my God. And it was <laughs> obviously singular versus his one night stand. It was awesome. Really good That's costume. so funny. It reminds it me really of there's a costume this year. Um, it's the lamp from A Christmas Story. I saw that. Did you see that? Considered it, but yeah. Did you see I the pretty costume? It down. No, no, yeah. I'm sure they'll be out there. I try oh, to turn man. it down because it gets hot. I get hot. Like last year in that Zach. Somebody's like, let me, let me, let me try on this. I think I just broke the chair. Oh, you let, me try, <laughs> let me try the Zach wig on. And they put it on. And it was like soaking wet with sweat. That was Mike. <laughs> Was it? Yeah. Oh, I got a picture like, of it. It was soaked. So oh, my God. You, oh, you were soaked in your stupid wig? Try wearing all leather. That was hot. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you're going to ever see me trying to wear all leather. It's better on you than on me, for sure. Leather, um, I should say. It's like fake so leather. I just broke the chair here in the studio. That was pretty dangerous. Guys, we have oh, a little fun me. It's called the Yo Show F. Billy. Feel free to Venmo us or, you know, fund our studio. <laughs> yeah, please, because I almost broke my ass. Jesus Christ, that was scary. All right. Two minutes left. Let's thank, again, the amazing Mr. Brandon Messon from the band Woo! Messing Around, M-E-S-E-N. He was tonight's very special guest. Two thank big you, songs, Flower and Backwoods. From the upcoming album, Sex, Sex in the Sky, October 14th. There's a new album. It's got another new album coming out after that. Lots of, a lot of shout-outs to a lot of Philly bands. So please, if you listen to the show, listen to the replay to get the names of all these bands. And let's get together, everybody. Let's start checking out these local bands. Support local music. Support your local radio station, you sons of bitches. Smile on your bow, everybody come to love one another. I am. So you know it's time to go. <laughs> anyway, another excellent, another excellent episode. Wow, really yelling at me tonight. All right, so once again, <laughs> for the hostess with the mostest, Jewel Tatey, I am Jeff the Shark Perini, reminding each and every one of our listeners out there. Don't be a douche. And be nice to people, even the shitty ones, you assholes. That's right, you shitty assholes. <laughs> Have a great night, everybody, and we'll talk to you real, real soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Cut. <laughs>